Hey everybody, welcome to Bite Me Podcast. This is episode 206, which in my head like makes fun little things because you like you can take two and divide it into, I don't know, anyway. It's I was going to say it's an area code around here, but. Oh, it is an area code around here. Like it's it's actually like the area code around here. Like it's the kind of area code that people have tattooed on themselves because I, people are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I never felt um, my identity was around the three digits that were at the beginning of my phone number. Oh, that's I how that. I like just base my identity. Oddly enough, Colby and I are like, yeah, eight hundred one boys. <laughs> that's not true. Do you even have an eight hundred one phone number right now, Cole? Yeah. Oh, really? I don't I don't call you so I I wouldn't know. I just push Colby. I still have one too. Anyway, that was dumb. Uh <laughs> I'm Cliff Johnson. I am joined today by Colby. Woo! 801 represent and the big dog Dylan. Woo! <laughs> All right, today we're going to talk about what we have been playing. Colby is playing another Sword Art Online game and I cannot Woo! wait to hear about that, you know, a game that's set in a manga, set in a VR MMO, set in Oh, this one has a different story. Oh, that, is it? Is it as dumb as the old one? I don't know. I'm only like four hours in, which means I'm pretty much still just doing the tutorial. <laughs> but so. hey, you got into the tutorial this time. We'll talk about yeah, that. There you go. Uh, Xbox might be making a streaming stick for xCloud, which I think is a super smart move. Like, this might be the smartest thing that Microsoft ever talked about. We'll talk about that. Uh, all first-party Xbox Series X games will also be coming to PC. Um, there's actually a, a quote from that that I really think sums up. Everyone's like, well, I don't, I'm not gonna buy an Xbox. I already have a PC. And I keep telling you they don't care. And there's a, there's a good quote here that backs that up. Cyberpunk 2077 is not coming out until December. And of course, because of that, there have been death threats. Facebook is getting into game streaming like if you kind of put asterisks around game uh star wars squadrons is getting free dlc and by that i mean if you put air quotes around dlc um squadrons yes. is on sale if you uh hurry oh, is it it's 30 bucks dang i might have to buy that uh the last of us 2 now loads actually this is not true the last of us remastered not the last of us 2 now loads 70 percent faster due to what i would guess is probably magic if i had to throw something out there um, I mean, maybe it's not that shocking that a game that's like eight years old, they finally figure out how to make load faster. I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, there is a cool new Xbox controller that I'm going to have someone describe for you because I think it's pretty dope. If it wasn't $160, I would probably buy it. We got questions from Vinny, Big Chappie, our Deacon, Weapon Man, Princess Megan, Joe, Cole, Slaw, uh, Charisma Icon, Princess Man Socks. We got Epic Game Store games. We got PlayStation Plus games. We got a... Crapload? Is Crapload the right... Uh, games, games, and more games. There's so many Game Pass games coming out this month, and I'm hoping, like, fingers crossed, before the end of this episode, that maybe Games of Gold will get announced. Who knows? It could happen. But first, we're going to talk about what we have been playing. Dylan, tell me what you've been playing. I have been playing Deep Rock Galactic, which is just a clever way to say their Halloween event that is happening right now. Now tell me about um, Deep Rock Galactic. Like I know a little bit about it, but like describe that game for me. Yes, it is a game that I played probably I'm guessing about a year ago and I kind of fell off because I think I moved and then I just didn't keep playing it, but now um, they actually just had a recent update, and it's even more fantastic than it was, and I forgot how much I enjoyed this game. Um, I guess it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of Minecrafty mixed with like Left 4 Dead, I guess, um, in the sense that the environment is completely destructible and procedurally generated. Interesting. Um, and you 
are a class. So there is an engineer class, a driller class, a said engineer, driller, gunner, and scout. I like to think of myself so each, as being in the driller class. Yeah. The driller is pretty cool because you get these big drill hands and you can just drill tunnels through everything rather nice. than using your pickaxe. Um, and so you are one of the classes and you go on a mission and there was a few mission types and the new um, the new update adds three more mission types, which I think greatly increases the variety of gameplay. I think it's kind of like what I mentioned with Fall Guys when they added a couple of new events and races. It's like just hitting that magic number really, I think, elevates the variety that you experience within the game. and You don't feel like you're playing the same thing over and over. Um, and even this, like, there's different biomes of caves, sort of. So you might go to a cave that has hot lava in it or an icy cave or a sandy cave. And they all kind of behave differently. And they all have different minerals in them that you can um, harvest to um, use to upgrade your character. I think it's um, kind of cool that we've gotten this far into this and you've neglected to mention that you're a dwarf. Right. And it's very, <laughs> very dwarvy and there's beer. You nice. can just drink beer. And a lot of the beer doesn't do anything other than make you drunk. But if you go on a dive, like a mission, and you're drunk, your screen is just all wiggly. So Is that um, good? No, <laughs> but you can do it. Um, I wonder, there might be an achievement for just being wasted and um, completing a mission. Um, anyway, you go, you sent on a mission to either you could mine this much mineral or go collect this much eggs um, from the aliens. And you just, like, there are bug aliens um, inhabiting these caves and occasionally or depending on like if you're doing an egg mission every time you grab an egg it like triggers a swarm to come and fight you so you're diving deeper into these caves and fighting off bugs and calling in resupplies that'll drill down and you can get more ammo for your gun or whatever um i'm barely scratching the surface with what really the game is but um high 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 recommendation from me i think it's super fun and we've even since we started playing again we've i think got a few people to either oh i have that game and they they re-downloaded re and we've been playing it or some people have purchased the game because it's just it's just so fantastic um and that's all i want to play lately i love and, it and uh I finally got my one class to level 25, which means you can get promoted, which kind of like unlocks another tier of upgrades. So you get to like overclock your weapon and you get to discover new things that um, make your gun better or something. Um, but there's whole perk trees and um, your gun has five different upgrades and then one to three different things to choose from for each one so you can make pretty meaningful adjustments and i think you have two primary and two secondary weapons to choose from as well as grenade types so that, i mean there's actually quite a few options that you can build out and i think unlike some games i actually feel that the classes are very different they synergize very well together and the upgrades feel meaningful very which cool. i think not a lot does a game achieve all of those things like sometimes it's like oh these classes are cool but i don't really notice the upgrades or 
these classes are pretty samey, but maybe these upgrades are cool. But I think it does a really good job of doing all of those things. And you can like play with one other player doing a different class. But I think when you have all of the classes or depending on a certain mission, you might want to double up on certain classes. But there's interesting synergies like the basic one is the engineer can shoot little plat he has a platform gun so he can make platforms on the cave walls um but the scout has a cool grappling hook so he can grapple up to the platforms to mine the minerals up on the high walls and the ceiling and things like that you could dig to them but it's going to take a lot more work which is why like a driller is cool because he can make cool tunnels really quickly or the scout has the grappling hook and the gunner has permanent grappling hooks that everyone can use um so they all do have a unique ability that makes them kind of um, good at doing a certain thing but when they're all together you really can like traverse and navigate and fend off the enemies pretty well um so definitely recommend checking it out but right now it is the halloween event so there's just pumpkins everywhere nice it's just like the caves are full of jack-o'-lanterns which is awful (laughs) not really it's just kind of funny because we played one mission that had a particularly lot of enemies but every time you blow up a pumpkin there's like little swarmers inside it (laughs) so it just i think it just made everything harder. harder um but definitely check it out if you want sometimes i noticed it does go on sale on steam fairly often i think um and i heard that it 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 might be um a good value on xbox here shortly we're gonna call that foreshadowing yeah so bum 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 stick around anyway play the game 75 minutes from now you might be excited uh what you've been playing some sea of thieves as well they have a uh, halloween thing first of all i think we should recognize that dylan is officially I am officially a pirate legend. Pirate I don't think legend. I get to. I don't think I get to talk about that yet because no. I was missing. But yes, I am a pirate legend. It feels great. Um, yes, I think Vinny and I are actually going to check out the update today. Nice. Yeah, I. Um, I don't think that, like if you haven't played Sea of Thieves, you don't realize how hard it is to become a pirate legend. Yeah. Like that is a lot of work. So that's yeah. very cool. And they definitely with the recent changes like i think it's definitely more achievable which is probably good for players um because i think still only like two and a half percent of players are wow. um i think because that's who has the achievement i think is roughly what it was um it is still a lot of work but i think it's more achievable now which is uh, probably better that like if someone wants to do that, it's not a total headache. Like Vinny yeah. had to put in a lot of time to do it. Now with the different trading companies and things, I think you can achieve it a little bit faster than you might have used to. I'm not actually sure if that's true, but I know the later levels do take a lot more work. So I'm just basing it off of how quickly people I'm playing with are leveling up. So. I would say if anything, it just like the game feels less grindy now than it did a year ago. Like it right, that's feels- probably true. It might take just as much, but the gameplay is a little bit more varied and there's more things to do. But even things like forts, like the amount of loot you're getting for the amount of time you're putting in is going to level you up faster. So that probably, you're probably getting more loot overall. So that's good. I ran one of my buddies through his first fort the other day. He just kind of got into the game recently too, and he had a blast getting all that loot for the first time because you so just get fun. so you get so much stuff. Uh, so it's super fun. <clears throat> Very nice, Cole. You want to tell us about? Uh, tell me more about ugly dolls. Like I can't wait to hear. I beat about- it. Woo! Hey, 
<laughs> That's not uh, as impressive as becoming a pirate legend. Sorry. Yeah, no. It. Uh, I just want to point out, Dylan, that you played two games which you can get drunk in. Yes. So. Uh, it's true for for were, actually no reason, but at least you? in Deep Rock, you can. They do have some beers that do give you buffs, which is cool. So. Were you in the game when we all played? When we just drank as much as we could and then puked on each other in into each other's glasses and then drank the puke and. I don't think so. Not that particular game, but I've definitely done that. So. <laughs> I, I remember it was Vinny, and I don't, I don't, yeah. I can't. Remember I mean, it, it very much could have been. Yeah, I so, don't think I yeah, was there. Puking and I'm on people, glad I'm not puking in your bucket and throwing <laughs> uh-huh, your bucket of puke uh-huh, on people. Yeah. It's a, it's a great time. It's a, yeah. I mean, a sea of thieves pastime for sure. A time honored uh, tradition, you might say. Okay, so anyway, uh, Ugly Dolls. Ugly Dolls was it was good. It was fine. I mean, if you're gonna have to play a kids' game, might as well be fine and not horrible yeah. so i mean it was a lot better than some other games i've played so <laughs> you know um i honestly kind of missed the days when there was a lot more like kind of okay licensed games like i remember playing um there's a toy story 2 game on like probably the playstation 2 and i remember it like having aggressively bad controls but like being fun like i, I enjoyed interacting with a like, I mean, like some marketing person somewhere was like, ha ha ha. I'm like, I enjoyed interacting with a brand that I enjoy, <laughs> yeah. you know, my kid enjoyed it. It yeah. was, it was a good time. So, um, I then played Inferno two, which was awesome. It is a twin stick shooter with like very slight RPG elements, Interesting. uh, except you're just like kind of a circle and you're shooting other kind of circleish things in these kind of big, uh, <laughs> Uh, levels where you've got to solve like minor puzzles and collect things and figure out how to get through to the exits. So you got to collect keys and stuff like that. Um, and it was, I got it on sale for like two fifty, I think. And it was super fun. Um, I actually hundred percented it. It looks uh, really cute. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know if cute's the right word. Nah, but it's not really, but, it, but um, kind of in like, it's just kind of cartoony and yeah, kind of neon. Yeah, and, it looks yeah. cool. I like it. Did you play it on I switch? Ca- no, I played it on Xbox. Yeah. I kind of wished Inferno One was on Xbox because yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's only five bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. No, I I highly suggest it. Um, then I played Refunct um, because it was eighty nine cents on sale, and I was like, "What the hell? Why not?" Sure. Yeah. Um, it's like a thirty minute game, and you essentially jump from like platform to platform. And you're trying to, so when you, they come up as gray and when you jump to them, they get grass. And like, so there's kind of, there's like little puzzles here and there that you've got to figure out how to like get more platforms because you have to jump on buttons to get other platforms to appear. Um, And like some of the like jumping from platform to platform, you've got to figure out like, you know, exactly when you need to jump or if you need to build another thing to jump from a higher vantage point. Um, It was like 30 minutes. It was fun it was you know it was definitely worth 89 cents it's got um, a uh, overwhelmingly positive on yeah. steam so yeah, folks it like was, it like i said i mean if if you paid like i don't know how much it is normally three bucks yeah like three bucks would you'd be like oh okay um but 89 cents definitely worth it and i think it i think it's the one that i see constantly on sale for like less than a dollar on switch sure um, so then I played Storm Boy, uh, because it was also on sale. Oh, I played this game at PAX. Did you? I did. 
did you just beat it at PAX? Because it's, you probably it, could have. It was pretty short, yeah. Um, so first of all, had you heard of the book that it is based on? I of? had never heard of the book it was based on. Because in it, all of its everything, it's uh, like, not demo, um, trailer, it's description, all it talks about is how it's based off of the beloved child's classic from 1964. The guy that was running the the booth was not one of the developers. He was from Blowfish, the publisher. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe, first of all, there was no one playing that game. Like, I walked right up to it and, like, that was all. Um, but I, he'd also been the guy that was demoing, I want to say, like, Por- my time at Porsche the day before mm. at, at uh, ID and Xbox. And so he, like, recognized me. So we <laughs> chatted a little bit. Um, and... I, I believe he said the book was bigger in like Australia. the UK or Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's an Australian thing. Yeah. Um, which I got real worried at the first of it when, you know, I realized this was a book from 19, based on a book from 1964. And within the first little thing, they're like, and the Aborigines. I'm like, oh, this is not going to go well. <laughs> but luckily, that's the only mention sure. of that. Um, but uh, it's. I don't know, walking simish with like um kind of mini games. Yeah, mini games thrown in and it's about and I'm going to spoil this. So I guess if you're real concerned about a book from 1964 or a game based on a book from 1964, just skip ahead, but you're not going to do that. The kid so. dies at the end, doesn't he? No. <laughs> so I'm playing it with my kid because my kid really wanted to play it. We saw it and she's like, "Oh, look, a she kept calling the pelican because there's a pelican and it's a seagull." And she's like, "I want to play the seagull game." And I'm like, "Okay, it's like 2 bucks. I'll get it." And we're playing it. And basically, you're walking along and it'll pop up like text and it's I assume the actual story, sure. if not like a, you know, kind of mini version of that. And uh, so, you know, it's about a kid who uh, comes across like a, a, a nest full of baby pelicans whose mother is gone or dead. I don't know. I can't remember. But uh, so you adopt them and kind of raise the three. And then eventually your dad's like, we can't afford to feed the pelicans anymore, which is a real weird thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what kind of money the dad's making but like sorry son we just can't afford to feed the pelicans anymore is a real weird like thing i mean can't you just kind of let them wander they yeah. probably eat ducks and stuff du- on their yeah. own yeah i've seen pelicans swallow pigeons yeah same. so i did not um, want to see a pelican swallow a pigeon i <laughs> no, saw that on no. accident i did not enjoy that and then you know who else didn't enjoy it that pigeon <laughs> The one where it swallows a duck, the duck gets away and it's hilarious. And I was looking for that, that video and I (laughs) ran across the pigeon one, which was not funny. I have seen other ones where they'll just like take two baby ducks and just go and they got a little bit of lunch. This was Um, like a full grown, like mallard duck. And the duck was like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently pelicans will pretty much just try and eat anything that they can fit in their mouth. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's like, sorry, son, you can't take them. You've got to keep them. You've got to take them to the sanctuary. And so you take the pelicans to the sanctuary and one flies back because they're pelicans (laughs) and it becomes like your best friend. And so like you're doing all these mini games with your pelican buddy and stuff. And I'm reading my, this story to my kid. And like, I can realize we're getting towards the end because it, you know, like, Mostly because I'm looking at the uh, the achievements, and I've popped sure. almost all of them, but two. We're getting towards the end, and, you know, how great of a friend he is. And then they talk about duck season, and I'm like, 
I don't like where this is going. <laughs> and, and how how the bird would like did not like duck season and kept uh, scaring away the ducks before they could be shot. And I'm like, I really don't like where this is going. <laughs> and then uh, and then the pelican gets shot <laughs> and Yikes. dies. Uh huh. <laughs> and and I'm sitting there like, huh. And she's like, what does that say? I'm like. And then the hunter shot at the pelican and missed. <laughs> and I'm just winging it at this point because I'm like, I have no idea if they're just going to show a dead pelican on the next screen. Luckily, they don't. They show pelican heaven where you get to fly around for a bit. I'm like, she's like, oh, look at the pelican glows now and has glittery things after it. I'm like, yep, that it does. Magic pelican. <laughs> Magic pelican. <laughs> and so I fly around in Pelican Heaven for a bit and, you know, like, then it gives this, you know, thing about how it was your best friend and you were sorry that, and it, I think it, like, ends with, like, and you were sorry that it had to die. And I'm like, and you were sorry that you forgot it's lunch, but they went and got lunch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the Culver's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And we're done with the game. And I just, you know, I'm glad that my kid cannot quite read as well as she thinks she can yet. Yikes. That's rough, man. It's shot and killed <laughs> by a duck on her. I don't like that so, at all. Um, do, do you ever, like, look at, like, books from, like, the, like, <laughs> 60s, 70s, 80s, and, like, just why they thought that, you know, the way to end a story is for someone to have Sorry, to kill son, a dog? You gotta go kill your dog. Yeah, like... <laughs> I I will never forget like and this is way off topic but I Colby and my red fern grows well geez my mom yeah took us to where the red fern grows like both dogs die like <laughs> one of them of a broken heart and I'm like why did you take us to this movie mom she's like I don't know no but I our one of our aunts bought me a book called the day no pigs would die <laughs> for my birthday one year <laughs> and it was like the saddest story about a kid who's gifted a a pet pig because he like saved his neighbor's cow but his dad's a like pig butcher. slaughterer <laughs> no like not a butcher like yeah. kills pigs for a living <laughs> and when the pig the pig ends up being barren he's like well son we can't afford to feed a pig that's not gonna you know like give us any other pigs and so his dad butchers the pig but the the name of the story is is or the name of the book is the day no pigs would die because his dad dies later and the tie-in is no pigs would die that day because his dad was dead <laughs> and i'm like who wrote this book what horrible 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 person I read it. I was depressed for like a week. I was 12. It was terrible. Like someone, someone saw Silence of the Lambs where she's explaining Jesus. where that, you know, like the phrase is. He's like, maybe I could write a book about that. God, it was, book. it was terrible. <laughs> anyway, tell me about Sword Art Online, which hopefully is less terrible than Storm Boy. Jesus. It's, it's confusing as hell. I'll give it that. But do any pelicans um, die? Uh, not that I know of, but like I said, I'm only like four hours into right, the game. Yeah, there's still maybe time. maybe three, um, and it's a seventy hour game. So, um, I don't know. You're Carito, who's the main character in most of the other Sword Art Online things. Is this a sword game or a gun game? A sword game. Sword game. Which I like the gun games better than the sword games. Um, yeah. I, I think we should be specific. Sword Art Online. There's seventy of them. And some of them are gun games, and some of them are only sword one games. of them. Only one of them is a sword yeah. game. Fatal Bullet game. is a gun game. Yeah. Uh, sword Art Online, all the other ones, as far as I can tell, are sword games. Weird. Um, it's confusing. Um, it's 
very Japanese. Could you and tell me what the, so it's sort of online. What's the next two words? Sort of online colon. Alcazarian like chorus. Oh, okay. Of course. I don't know. Don't know what that means. Sure. What it has to do with anything. You're Kirito. You wake up um, in a forest and you find a guy chopping down a tree and you become friends. And as you do, his sister. He's not a sister. His best friend was taken by some guard guys, like when she was younger, because she crossed into the no-no land. And um, it appears that I'm on some sort of adventure to find them and possibly find my way home, because I'm not exactly sure where I am. Interesting. So um, it's very confusing, as is all the other games are. Now you said this is real-time combat, like Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's good. Um, it's been fun. My kid super enjoys it, as she has with all the other sword art games and anime. Um, it makes I sense. don't get it, but I mean, she asks me to like, can we play sword art online? I'm like, sure. Unfortunately, there is a lot of words in that game. Like sometimes you'll go for 20 minutes and they're just talking, and she wants me to read everything because it's all in Japanese. Does she make? Oh, that's a problem. Oh, well, I mean, oh, oh, okay. They're yeah, subtitles, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. she can't hear them talking. So it's all subtitles. Did she so... make you do different voices? No. Could you do different voices? I could, but most of the time I'm she's like, what is he saying? I'm like, ah, this is just the gist of everything that's going on because there's <laughs> a lot of reading. All right. All right. But uh, it seems fun. I don't know if I'll finish it. I got it for $3 using my uh, some of my reward points and it was on sale. But uh, we'll see how far I make it into it. All right. It's, it's good. All right. Um, this week, I have been playing more Inkenfell, which I I did not anticipate me, like, going, like, doubling down on Inkenfell. Like, I figured it was going to be kind of the, like, game I play at night on my, like, Xbox remote thing on my phone. And then I put, like, I don't know, eight or nine hours into it this weekend on my Xbox One. Um, I went to play. I was going to get back into... Um, Divinity Original Sin 2, but the disc wasn't in my Xbox, and I was too lazy to stand up, so I just played Inkenfell for two days. Um, the game's so good. Like, I, I really, really, really like it, and uh, I think one of the most interesting things about that game is how they manage difficulty, essentially. Like, there are no difficulty sliders in that game. You don't choose from, like, easy, medium, hard. Like, most role-playing games, I think, in general, don't have difficulty as a thing, but I think I talked about this last week, where they let you set so when you attack or when you are attacked you can do a button push and the, and your um your how, how good you are at pushing that button at the right time depends on how much damage they do to you so if you miss it it might do five points of damage if you get pretty close to it um they might do three points of damage and if you really nail it they might do one point of damage and the same goes for you like you might do five points or three points or one point and so you can turn it on auto um, or or like semi-auto and semi-auto means that you'll always get a three but that you can do the button push to get get your five and then you can turn it on to actually full auto and that means you'll always hit five Um, and they will always hit the least that their damage will do and I turned it to full auto because I realized 
like I'm playing this game remote play most of the time, like the latency is making it so I'm not hitting the buttons right. And I'm like, and I don't care. Like it doesn't yeah, affect- I was going to say also because you would be doing that even if you weren't. Yeah, absolutely. And, but the cool thing is it doesn't affect your achievements. It doesn't affect anything. And in fact, like past that, if you want to actually take it one step further, there is a thing you can slide on that just says, hey, let me win this battle automatically. And literally at a button push, you can just win any battle you're playing. And again, doesn't affect achievements, doesn't affect anything. But I think it's a really interesting way to manage difficulty where there's no slider. There's no make this easier for me. There's no, there's not even the like, like it doesn't bother me, but I think a lot of people are like, oh, you played that on easy mode. There's no easy mode. It's just like how you set your settings make the game easier to play. And so I've never died. I've never really even come, I've come. I've had some battles that were difficult, but not any where I was like, I've never had to hit the, I want to win this, this fight automatically button, even though I, like I turned it on, like I could do it at any time, but I haven't had to. I think it's a really interesting way to, to manage difficulty, but that game is just, the story in that game is so good. It is so much fun. I'm just really, and and the other thing I will say about that too, that is different than most role-playing games is the story is a hundred percent linear. You never there are no side quests in that game. Um, and if it is a side quest, you have to do that side quest to get to the next step. So it is, you do this thing, and when you do that thing, you'll be able to do this next thing. And then when you do that thing, you'll be able to do this next thing. And so you don't run into that like Fallout 4 problem where <laughs> your child, your husband was murdered, your child was kidnapped, and for some reason you're going to spend the next 60 hours building a base out of scrap metal. Um, and kind of forgetting what the main storyline is. This is, there is only one storyline. Um, and I think that's kind of unique in a lot of role-playing games that it just, you just play it and everything happens one step after the other. And sure, it's going to, you know, you're not going to be able to put a thousand hours into this. You're not going to be able to whatever. But it's it's a really refreshing game to play. And I've, I've really been enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. So, and it feels good. Um, I also played New Super Lucky's Tale and I literally did it for Microsoft Rewards Points. I had to get 300 coins. And I don't know if I'll go back to it, but what I will tell you about New Super Lucky's Tale is that it's better in in the 20 minutes I played it. It's better than Super Lucky's Tale. It's probably better than Super Mario Odyssey. Um, it's better than ukulele. <laughs> so it's, it's probably one of the better 3D platforms I've played recently. It controls really well. The camera works really well. It seems to be kind of fun. Um, I will say too, if you ever need a game where you like, if you hit those Microsoft rewards, um, that are like the weekly rewards that are like, Hey, you need to get three achievements. Um, you can get three achievements in that game in like mm, 15 minutes. And there's a lot of like five point achievements in that game. So my guess is that you could probably do that a bunch of times. Like might just be a good game to keep installed every two weeks when you need to get three easy achievements for your Microsoft rewards. Keep it in mind. Um, the last thing I did today is I played at literally today. I did it. I did not put much time into it, but I got accepted into the Amazon Luna um, beta, which is the Amazon streaming um, thing. Like, you know, you can stream to your computer, you can stream to your phone. Um, It's six bucks a month. I don't know if I'll pay $6 a month for it. I might do it for a month because um, Iconoclast is in there, which is a game I've wanted to play. And um, the SteamWorld, like, card game is in there. I don't remember what that's called. SteamWorld... Quest, SteamWorld Quest, that sounds right, um, is in there as well. Um, it's interesting because it is the only streaming service right now that will actually work on an iPhone, and it does it via um, 
the Safari browser, you do need to have iOS 14 installed. Like I tried to do it last night and it's like, hey, we don't support the browser you're using. I'm like, well, it's Safari. What do you want? And they did not give me any more information than that, but I upgraded to iOS 14 and it works now. Um, It creates a, like when you load into it, it's like, hey, what you should do is you should hit that little like share button and say, add to your home screen. And it adds an icon to your home screen. And past that, it works just like an app. Like it doesn't really feel like you're in Safari at all. It, It actually feels like an app. And this is the same way that Game Pass, I'm sorry, um, Xbox xCloud is going to work next year. So it's a pretty good preview of how that will happen. Um, you can also play it on the PC. You can also play it, I think, anywhere. I think PCs and any phone and tablets is where it's working right now. Um, in my very, very, very limited time testing it, it works really well. Um, like I said, I played it for five minutes. I did not, usually I test these upstairs because that's where I've played all of them. And it's like probably where the worst internet in my house is. I tested this one in my office and I'm like five feet away from a hotspot. So that may have had some impact on it. Um, but the only time I really got any sort of weird like audio glitches or graphical glitches is when I got a text message and that like just <laughs> screwed everything up. Like that game was, it did not know how to handle that. Um, I'm also playing it on an iPhone seven. So like it's a pretty, I mean, that's what five years old in phone land. Like the twelves are just coming out. So I'm not playing it on like cutting edge hardware either. And it works pretty well. So um, it does require a controller. So you have to have, um, probably an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller you can hook up to it. Like it, it doesn't even get into the game without one. Um, Amazon is selling their own controller to go with it. That's kind of like the stadia one where it's supposed to reduce latency by connecting, I don't know, magically to the servers it's coming from. I don't, I don't know exactly how that works. Although I've heard the stadia controller is nice. The controller is 50 bucks, which <coughs> seems a little expensive for, like, I'm not going to buy one. Like, I'm absolutely not going to buy one. But it looks exactly like an Xbox controller, so I guess that's okay, too. Um, you know, so far, it seems fine. I'll probably have a better impression of it. I got a f- seven-day trial, so I'm going to at least play through the trial. Um, I'll have a better impression of it next next week. Um, and Iconoclast is fun. It's a, like a Metroidvania. Again, I've only played, like, five minutes of it. But I think I'll probably put some more time into that this week as well. So check that out. I mean, like, you, you've got seven days free. You may as well sign up for the beta. Um Try that out. So cool. Did you say Iconoclast? Iconoclast, yeah. You played it? I can't I can't remember if I played that or I've just seen it on Game Pass, maybe? It has not been on Game Pass, because if it is, I would have played it already. Um unless it like went into Game Pass and then came out. Um, which is a possibility, I guess. Um it's a it's it's one of those like Anytime you see a list of like the best Metroidvanias that you should be playing or the best indie Metroidvanias, it's always on that list. So I've wanted to try it for a long time because I generally speaking like Metroidvanias, but I have not. This is the first time I've played it. So hmm. oddly, it doesn't look familiar, but the name sounds really familiar. Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of one of those. Hmm. I think I'm sure you've heard of it because you pay attention to stuff like that. So yeah. uh, a couple of quick things before we get into news. Uh, first of all, extra life is still going on. We would love your donations. You can go to bite me podcast.com slash extra life. We currently sit, uh, my kid actually did a bunch of fundraising this weekend um, and pushed us over the $5,500 mark, which was pretty cool. Um, and he hit his $500 goal. So he was, he was very excited. Uh, currently we're at $5,511. We also have a uh, $150 matching on top of that. So I am very happy to say, 
say uh, that we are at 500, let's see, 5,600 and... $61, I think is how the math works out. So I'll be doing it this weekend. Cool. So we can probably add a, I don't know, 40 bucks to that. 40, maybe 50? Maybe. Maybe. So I, I, you know, that puts us only like $350 away from our $6,000 goal. I, I think that that is potentially achievable by the end of the year. Just go yell at dad. It'll be fun. Yeah, sure. Sure. We'll see how it goes. But uh, that's, that's huge. Like that beats our last biggest amount by $400, I think. So great year for extra life and great year uh, for all the sick kids that are going to benefit from that fundraising. I, I can't even imagine how crappy it would be to be like eight and in the hospital for cancer. Like that must suck, especially during COVID where everything sucks. So good 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 thing i think they're up to oh geez i think last time i checked four or five million total already so it's great uh other thing is uh we are supported by wonderful patrons who give us a little bit of money every single month to keep the lights on i mean not literally like no one pays my electricity bill but me but uh, they keep our microphones running i guess maybe maybe that's how it works so we would like to shout them out you can uh, you can join them by going to bitemepodcast.com no you can't you can go to patreon.com slash bitemepodcast figure it out there someday i'm going to make that so it works if you go to bitemepodcast.com slash patreon <laughs> but not today big shout out to uh the palmer brothers i believe right right dylan Sean and Austin, like they're, they're big boosters. Those it's like the, uh, the Cohen brothers <laughs> or the, I was going to, uh, the brothers uh, that helped Facebook. I can't remember their names. <laughs> I just, I, like I tell you, I'm just waiting for the day when they hostily take over this podcast. It's, yeah. it's just a matter of time. Uh, also big shout outs to Alan Schulte. Thank you. And John Tippins. We appreciate all of you for your continuing donations. I owe Sean a bunch of stickers and stuff. I got to figure out where all that stuff is. It got a little bit, uh, Got a little bit sideways when I had to move out of my job and into my garage. So <laughs> I have stickers somewhere. I'm just not exactly sure where. So we're working on that. Uh, but thank you guys. We appreciate it. Again, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Colby. No, not Colby. Yo. Not you. Not you. Absolutely not you. You did a good job last week. Dylan. News. Colby. Colby does this very like. Like his news is very like old timey. It sounds like he might news. No, no, Colby, show us what it sounds like. News. That's nah, not what it. I don't know. You put me on the spot. Yeah. I don't know how I did it last Sorry. week. Go listen to the Get podcast. Get your news. Go listen oh, to the podcast. News. I'm on it. News, Why would news, I do that? You, Dylan. Dylan. News. 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 News, folks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway, I got a newspaper for you. <laughs> extra, extra. Maybe it, was, news. maybe it was Vinny that you did funny. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, news this week. Xbox is thinking about making a streaming stick for xCloud. Like, this is, this is really brilliant. So Phil Spencer was talking to a website I've never heard of called Stratertree? I, I don't know what it is. It's it's. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know what it is. Whatever. His quote is, I think you're going to see lower priced hardware as part of our ecosystem when you think about streaming sticks and other things that somebody might want to just go plug into their TV and go play via xCloud. You can imagine us even having something that we include in the Game Pass subscription that gave you an ability to stream xCloud games to your television and buying the controller. So he says two things there is one, the idea of something like a Roku or a Google Chromecast or whatever that you plug into your TV and you can stream xCloud to it. The other thing is, is maybe instead of paying 15 bucks a month for Game Pass, you pay 20 bucks a month and it comes with that streaming thing. You pay an extra 50 bucks, you get controller, you're good to go. I think that is 
maybe the smartest thing I've ever heard Xbox say. Like I, I, it's something I would never, well, I'll be frank. You'll have two. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I would never buy something like that, <laughs> but if they offered that, I would probably buy one immediately. Um, not because I need it, but because I like things. Um, it could be the X stick. I'm sure <laughs> that does not sound good. Dylan. I think it's probably more Xbox series stick. How about sticks? With an X on the end. Oh, that's not bad. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Um, um, can we get st- like sticks to promote it? Yeah. yeah. SDYX? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys... Come sail away? Is it- have you ever yeah. seen the commercial? I think it's a Geico commercial, I think, where they're calling and saying they have a rat problem. And it's uh-huh. because like literally oh, the band yeah. rats in their Rad. basement. I think that is so funny. I laugh every that's time so I see funny. it. And like so many people now probably have no idea what this is. So <laughs> a bunch like, of like sixty-year-old metal yeah. dudes. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I, like carry on my. Oh no, that's carry on my wayward son. Is uh, that's Kansas. Kansas? Damn Kansas. it! Yeah, no, you're looking for uh, round and renegade. Round. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, anyway, I think this is interesting. I and had a really good game pass song, but now we need Kansas to. <laughs> Damn it! I mean, they were willing to sponsor. You know, they were willing to put that song in. Uh, in uh your games on xbox one <laughs> they were willing to put that in uh supernatural like that was like the supernatural theme song so maybe like xbox has got money anyway um the the really cool thing about this is is you could probably already do this without much work like there are a lot of just like super generic tv sticks that run android um so for xbox to do this and like slap a Xbox wrapper around it probably would be pretty easy. <laughs> I could just the the meme of the guy slapping the car, but it's like you can fit so many Xbox games in this. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like this is this is something that it, this isn't like something that requires forty years of R and D. Like this is probably almost taking like commodity hardware putting an Xbox sticker on it and selling it. Um, it's just a Chromecast with an Xbox. Right. On it. I don't know. I, I'm really into this idea. I mean, like already you can, you can load X cloud onto like fire sticks. It doesn't run very well, but it, it is possible. So this to me opens up. This is to me what would take Xbox like to a whole new level of gaming where you don't need a phone. You don't need anything you just need an internet connection and a game pass subscription and you're playing xbox games with your friends it's it's kind of brilliant and i'm shocked that nobody has i'm shocked that nobody's done this yet and i'm kind of shocked that no one's even really talked about this yet because it's they really just go smart stadia headquarters and just take all the chromecasts they're like we'll be taking these right but <laughs> you I mean, guys don't need them no but i mean that's the thing is is like a, a the chromecast like pro or whatever it's called that stadia runs on it's like 60 bucks. I would pay yeah. 60 bucks for an Xbox thing, especially if you could do other stuff like a dongle, a dongle. If you could run all the, the things that Xbox runs as well. If you had a YouTube app and that X, uh, the ESPN app and the Netflix yeah. app and all that stuff, like I could absolutely see that as being something big. You pay an extra 60 bucks for a controller. You're good to go. Like I really, really, really like this idea. Um, I hope it happens. I know this yeah. is Phil Spencer being like 
Phil Spencer right now. I don't, I don't think that there's actually a plan for this. I don't, I mean, I think you have to assume that if he's talking about it, like it's something that they've talked about. Like, I don't think he thought up this idea at this interview, but it's cool. It's really I got cool. a great idea. Right. The X stick. <laughs> Phil Spencer's just like brainstorming with the yeah, statuary yeah. guys and like, Hey guys, have you thought about this? I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Phil Spencer also was quoted talking to game reactor, a website that I have heard of. And, uh, said this, there's an expectation from customers like there's now on PC where people don't really question, God, this is not a great quote. There is this expectation from customers like there is now on PC where people don't really question. There might be some timing things on when certain things happen, but if we're shipping a first party game, it's coming to PC. If we're shipping a first party game on PC, it's coming to Steam and our own store. So what he's saying is, is if every first party Xbox game is going to come to the Xbox, obviously, but it's also going to come to the Microsoft store for PC, and it's also going to come to Steam. So that's a pretty big thing. Every Series X game going forward is going to land on the Xbox and the PC. Um, and I think it's a really funny thing. All the time, like all the time, constantly, I, I talk to people and they're like, ah, oh, there's no reason for me to buy an Xbox because I have a PC. And every time someone tells me that, I say it Microsoft literally does not care. They do not care where you are playing their games because you're paying money for them. And honestly, at this point, you're probably also paying for a Game Pass subscription because it's a really good deal. And, you you know, it's kind of dumb not to. Um, Phil Spencer says this. The fact that we sell our games on PC does undermine one of the value propositions in that it doesn't force someone to go buy our console. Our high-level goal inside our team of how we measure ourselves is how many people are playing on Xbox. So that's that's the first part. And when we say playing on Xbox, it doesn't mean an Xbox console. It means someone who's logging in and playing a part of our ecosystem, whether first party or third party, and it could be on an Android phone. It could be on a Switch. It could be on a PC. That's how we think about it. So when you say, well, I'm playing Sea of Thieves on my Xbox, they don't care. Or I'm saying when you're playing CFDs on your PC, they don't care because to them, that's their ecosystem and their ecosystem is the only thing they care about. So they're not making a mistake by letting you play the games on the PC. They know what they're doing. So I don't know. You guys have thoughts about that? I like Xbox games. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. Me too. I was reading Twitter. <laughs> That's okay. It's all good. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is not coming out until December now. And when did you when you guys heard this, was the first thing you thought about doing was writing to the developers and saying, and I don't have the exact quote in front of me, so I'm just going to have to paraphrase. Oh, I kidnapped one of their children. Should I have not have done that? No, absolutely. That's what you should have done. Um, one of the messages they got was, hey, buddy, I know where you live, and if you don't put Cyberpunk out if you don't bad put stuff will happen no because it was specific i'm trying to remember first of all he said you'll be persecuted and i don't think he knows what that means <laughs> but then he threatened to light them on fire um yo stop it <laughs> this is a game that got delayed come on guy 21 days and there's a person <laughs> threatening developer with being lit on fire because of it if you light someone on fire is that arson or is like that just for like a building? That's a good question. That's a very good question, Dylan. That I do like, I don't not know have what, the answer like, what to. Is, is it just assault by fire? Like I don't. 
I'd probably do like attempted means. murder and stuff, yeah. but I, yeah, I don't know. Uh... Well, and like if you light yourself on fire, it's called self-immolation, right? Yeah. Can you immolate someone else? Immolation? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, don't light web developers on fire. That's going to affect your game That's not far gonna worse. Get your game any sooner? <laughs> what that guy was very they... important. <laughs> What if they, you know, don't give you your game on time, Cliff? I guess. Anyway, apparently the big challenge right now is that, you know, everything. I don't know if you've been outside lately, but the world is kind of a mess right now. Um, And you probably haven't been outside because the world's kind of a mess right now. Apparently that's making things harder. Um, Hmm. Plus, they're trying to launch this game on nine different platforms. Um, It's just a lot. Um they did say, I thought this was kind of interesting. They said that, you know, yeah, the game's gone gold, but what we're doing now is things that are going to go into your day one patch. And we just miscalculated, how, you know, how much time we were going to need to get the game ready for that day one patch. Either way, it's coming out December 10th. Don't light people on fire. It's always a bad so idea. Much. I hate him so much. <laughs> anyway, like the people you should feel really bad for at this point is, um, I guarantee all the you, people who don't get their game. Yeah, um, all the people that don't <laughs> get to see their kids because they're working the next twenty-one days straight. I, I'm pretty sure when you push a game twenty-one days out, that's not so you can have you know five-day work weeks. Um, anyway, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing better than yeah. working twenty-one straight, sixteen-hour days. You know what two weeks before christmas like that is absolutely how i like to spend my holiday season anyway think think about the developers just don't think about lighting them on fire that's the that's i'm always i'm very much pro delay like right put it out in march i don't care i literally don't care i have so many games to play right now obviously you you can't drag it out forever because at some point you gotta like yeah yeah yeah, right you can't just like endlessly develop a game but because at some point that's just costing money and you're like well, we could keep making it better forever, and it's like, well, sometimes you have to ice the cake and and put it out or the. But I I, I wish know, like, every developer in the world would say, "Hey, we're making a video game. It's going to be out when it's done, and we right. currently think that will be 2021. When we are sure about a date, we'll let you know and we'll give you three months notice. Like, I don't need yeah. any more than that on any single game in the entire world." Right. Like, at all. But you remember, the... they're gonna get lit on fire if they don't <laughs> do it. Though, so have you seen the Lionel Hutz meme with uh, Cyberpunk? No. So, so you know the the Lionel Hutz where he gets handed the business card and it's you know like no money down. Yeah. And so it's it's a uh, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven's Twitter thing, and they apparently tweeted out no more delays are happening on October 6th and he's like oh they got this all screwed up and he scribbles on it and it's like no comma more delays are happening <laughs> exclamation point I don't know I just I can't care I absolutely mm. cannot care like I want to play that game but I'll play it when it comes out and I'll play other games until it comes out uh-huh. it'll be fine like when we get to game pass later in this thing there's like 20 games coming out on game pass this month and I'm excited about a vast majority of them so like cyberpunk whatever it'll be fine um Another company is getting into streaming, and um, I think we've named all of them right now. So, like, Amazon has streaming, Xbox has streaming, and Google has something that's it's kind of yum like Yum Brands for some reason. <laughs> Man, I would totally pay money for the Pizza Hut streaming service where you can play. Or, no, Burger King. What if Burger King had a streaming service call? 
They just play, they just put out their four games. Yeah, but maybe they could get Doritos to come with them. You could play Sneaking, oh, and no. Doritos could do their. Uh, well, that's Yum Brands, I think. Doritos isn't Yum. Does Yum Brand own probably, all of those? They probably own everything. Because Pizza Hut um, is the same people who own Taco Bell. Yeah. Which is a Yum Brands thing. So they could put out their four games plus the Doritos Loco Course or whatever. Which it was is a called. pretty good game, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Yum Brands streaming service. I'm in. I'll pay $5 a month for that. Anyway, that's not who we're talking about. It's actually Facebook Gaming. Um, they have launched a. Uh, cloud streaming service that works on Facebook and the Facebook app, but only on, on Android <laughs> because Apple. I hate you, Apple. I, like, I love my stuff, but God, I hate you, Apple. Anyway, uh, currently there are five games that support cloud streaming through Facebook. It includes Asphalt 9 Legends, um, Mobile Legends Adventure, PGA Tour Golf Shootout, Solitaire Arthur's Tale. Man, when I think about a game that I require a streaming service for, it's Solitaire. Um, and WWE <laughs> Supercard, um, Dirt Bike Unchained is coming soon. So I don't care about any of those games, but hey, cool, I guess. Perhaps instead of a streaming service, they should work on... Um stopping genocides they're helping or know, just you know i i assume it's separate teams called like face the facebook <laughs> gaming so? team and the like keeping white nationalists off of facebook team are probably separate maybe they could i don't know pay for their like content uh moderators like i don't know for their ptsd medication mm, i mean thoughts. also an option but i there's so many things they could do, Colmates, that they've only got so much time. Anyway, they plan to focus on free-to-play games to begin with um, because those are the ones that people pay $12 million a year for because, I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait to stream that weird mafia game where I can become a boss. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the one. Who? What's Who's the, the swimsuit model that did the ads for that like free-to-play uh, RTS? Wasn't it Kate Upton, Kate Upton or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um You'll be able to play it on the touchscreen. You'll be able to play with a mouse and keyboard. Um, Apple users won't have access to it because um, while our iOS path is uncertain, one thing is clear. Apple treats games differently and continues to exert control over a very precious resource. So, again, I love my phone, but man, Apple, why do you have to do this to me? Uh Star Wars Squadrons, like you said, it was on sale, right, Cole? Like, if you right now, as you're listening to this podcast, yeah, thirty bucks it should be until I want to say Friday. I might have I to pick don't. that up. I've been kind of holding off. I want it, yeah. but uh, anyway, that that's not what we're here. Bucks. And it might be thirty bucks with ten percent off because you're an EA access. I member am an EA access thing, member. So, um, you know, I twenty seven. I was uh, Vinny was actually telling me right now that if you can find. Um, like cards for EA Access subscriptions so you can actually like go out a couple years. Um, the conversion rate between EA Access and um, Game Pass Ultimate is actually pretty great. So if you're looking to get some like a good deal on Game Pass Ultimate, like grabbing a couple EA Access cards and trading them in before it becomes part of Game Pass Ultimate on uh, November 10th might be might be something you want to look into. I'm not going to say you should or shouldn't, but take a look. Anyway, neither here nor there. Star Wars Squadrons is getting free DLC. And by DLC, I mean like fun little like cosmetic tchotchkes that you can put on the inside of your X-Wing. Those include 
a dashboard decoration of the child from the Mandalorian. This is all stuff's all Mandalorian themed. So I don't know. It's kind of fun. Um, apparently, uh, it will arrive October 28th. So, which is actually today. So if holy cow, if you have it today, you can do it. You'll also get a Razor Crest gunship and a, how do you say that word called Beskar? Probably. Uh, sure. Best car ingot hanging flare and IG series assassin droid dashboard flare and blurg and bounty hologram. So just a bunch of kind of fun cosmetic stuff that you can like dangle from your X wing while you're out there dog fighting. I don't know. It's fun. It's free. Who cares? I love my IG series assassin droids. Right? Yeah, it's all good. Um, so I actually wrote down that The Last of Us 2 loads now, now load 70% faster. That is not true. Uh, the Last of Us remastered the PS4 version of the PS3 game, The Last of Us, uh, now loads uh, 70% faster. Um, and that 70% faster is actually just the game's initial loading screen. But in-level screens are also loading faster. Probably the only people that really care about this, which actually is kind of an interesting thing. Like, why this happened, I have no idea. Why Sony or, I guess, uh, Naughty Dog is working on The Last of Us is weird, but whatever. So the initial loading screen is 70% faster. Um, a lot of the internal screens are also loading quite a bit faster. The people who really seem to care about this are uh, speedrunners. Uh, because it makes their level loading faster. So uh, speedrunner Anthony Calabrese has noted that the patch, which is 1.11, has made it so loading screens are basically non-existent on the PS4 for The Last of Us Remastered. Apparently, it's already shaved 18 seconds off of his fastest speedrun, and it does not appear to matter if you have an SSD or a hard drive. So, you know. I find speedrunners so confusing. <laughs> don't get it at all, but it makes them happy. Uh, apparently, the initial... The initial load-in used to be about a minute 30, and it now appears to be about 14 seconds. So um, there was some kind of supposition, I suppose, that they were trying to get this game working on the PS5 because it is one of those, like, mm. that. What, what do they call that? The PlayStation Collection? They're kind of like yeah. weird Xbox or Game Pass competitor, sort like of. Platinum. Yeah. Um, that maybe they were just trying to get these games to run, and they found some code that they were able to optimize. But I think it's really weird that, like, it game's what eight years old, probably. I gotta think. Well, came came out, I think, two thousand twelve. So yeah. yeah, good for them though. So I guess if you haven't beaten that like I have, now you can do it with seventy percent faster load times. Um, last thing, the, yes, Colby. Three master versions, probably seven years old. Yeah, I bet probably, you came out in two thousand thirteen. I mean, I bought it probably five or six but it years was a ago. PS four game. Yeah. So. I don't know. Whatever. I assume it was in, within the first year. I don't know. All right. So um, as the only person here in on this podcast that has a Star Wars tattoo, I think this this next uh, this next item is up to you. Can you open that link so you can describe to us what this new Xbox controller looks like? I hate opening links in Google Docs. It sucks. I do it wrong yeah. every time. That's pretty uh, annoying. Uh, open link. There we go. Do, 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 Mandalorian Xbox controller. Is that how you wanted me to? Yeah, I wanted you to sing a little song about it. Describe uh, that thing for this me. This is awkward, but it looks like you're using an ad blocker. Yep, I am. <laughs> uh, that's uh, not great. <laughs> it's kind of ugly. It's, it's interesting. Um, I, first of all, it does have the, Colby's tattoo matches the Mandalorian. Uh, and what kind of skull is that, Cliff? Oh, man. You've told me, and I can oh, never remember. You call yourself a fan. Not really. What? What is it? 
It's a mythosaur skull. A mythosaur. Most people think that it's either a, a bantha or a crate dragon. I skull, knew it was not a crate dragon. Dumb. They're dumb. Anyway, and they suck. It's kind of an interesting controller. It's one hundred and sixty dollars. Um, it looks like it's made of. I mean, it looks like something you sheet metal. Yeah, like like <laughs> it's kind of dirty looking, which is interesting. Uh-huh. Like it, it looks like a really well worn spacecraft from so, the Star Wars universe. So hear me out. Yeah. Instead of the dumb sheet metal look, make it like a, a matte black, but have the uh, like the Mythosaur skull and all the other stuff be like real awesome silver That'd be including cool. the the uh you got the helmet and stuff down there how much better would that be it would be pretty cool yeah mm. it's neat it comes with its own um like charging station which is nice i guess um again it's 160 dollars for a controller that by the time it comes out will i mean it's going to work with your xbox series x but it's not going to have like the cool buttons like the, the xbox series x controller actually has a share button now um and so like you're paying a lot of money for essentially a last gen controller, but it looks like I, you are right. It is kind of weird looking, but I think it's probably one of the cooler custom controllers I've seen. So I don't know. I guess if you've got a bunch of money laying around, probably not the worst. I in don't the world. me either. Not $160. I mean, if you've got $160 to spend on a controller, buy a pro controller, you'll be happier. They're, they're like two fifty. Jesus. Are they really? I think so. God, I didn't pay for mine. I I didn't either. Yeah, they're really expensive. <laughs> anyway, they're cool. They're really, really cool. I like mine a lot, but whatever. Neither here nor there. Dylan, what are we doing next, man? Hey, yo, Vinny. Time for questions. Vinny. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Vinny says, we are two weeks away from the next generation. And he's right. It's actually today, literally two weeks from today. God, I am really, really wish I could get a place to... Uh, I don't want a PlayStation. I want an Xbox. Whatever. Two weeks away from next generation. What about next gen? Are you most excited about games? SSD, 4K, 60 frames per second, convenience, etc. Um, it's not very convenient that you can't get one. It's definitely uh, inconvenient that I can't get one. <laughs> definitely. Um, I actually um, like. I mean, games. Yeah. Like, I'm, obviously, I'm excited about games. Um, but I think I'm actually most excited about just like the the kind of convenience things that are coming out with it. Um, like I'm really excited about about being able to have like six or eight games open at all times that I can just switch between. Yeah. Like it sounds like such a dumb thing, but I'm so excited not to have to wait for games to load when I want to switch to a new game. Um, I'm really excited about load times going down. Not because I mind load times, but just because it makes like your gaming experience faster like i have such oh, it's awesome when a game gets yeah well, I'm, it's, it's up. i don't have that much gaming time and so anytime i'm waiting for you know three or four minutes for a game to load i may only have an hour to play like do i really want to give up you know that percentage of my gaming time to to wait for a game to load man i gotta wait a minute God, seconds i mean right load up. but take that I'm over like, a year I've only take got that over a lifetime a, right 58 minutes and 30 seconds yeah if it's a sucks. minute every day of the year you just spent like six hours waiting I don't for wait i don't want to wait for that but no I'm, I'm actually you know i think i'm excited about um i'm excited about just everything being a little bit better like i don't anticipate that the jump from a 1X to a Series X is actually going to be that noticeable for me from a performance standpoint. Like, yes, things are going to look better. Um, and, like, so, like, I, I think we... 
I'm not sure if we actually talked about that or if I paste, put it on our Discord. Like, they released some PS4 to PS5 screenshots of, I don't know, whatever the new NBA 21K hoop shot game is. Um, and it looked incredibly different. Like, the models were way bigger or way better looking. Like, you know, the picture of the coach looked significantly better. And so, yeah, it's going to look better. Yeah, it's going to run better. But I'm just excited about everything being a little more dialed, a little more polished, a little faster, a little, you know, whatever. It's not not any one particular thing. It's just everything being a little bit better to me. So what about you guys? Do you have any thoughts besides that? I like for the fact that Xbox isn't really a new console. Yeah. That it kind of, you don't need to buy into it to be able to enjoy it. And I like that idea of the future. Other than that, I can take or leave performance adjustments. I, we're at the stage where frame rate and resolution don't really make a difference. Right? You can say they do, they do not. You can't tell. Um, yeah. <laughs> so other than they perform more consistently, maybe. Like that's, I mean, once you're, if you have constant settings, like, if it's constantly doing this and that, like you'll never notice. Like the games look nice. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And th- and that so that's something I agree with you, like a hundred percent, Dylan. Is that I'm not excited necessarily about 4K 60. I'm excited about a solid whatever. Like I don't care if that's mm-hmm. a solid 1080 60. I don't care if that's right. a solid 1440 60. I don't really care if it's 4K 30. I just like it to be right. solid. Right. You know. Like. Yeah, it, I don't think it makes... Of course, I think there is still room. Like, I mean, when you talk like high dynamic range, like that's the thing that actually I think makes a noticeable yeah. difference is when you can start doing cool things like that. But it's just like taking good and making it better. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited so about uh, cool, but. ray tracing too. Like bringing ray tracing to the Xbox will make things look better, I think. I don't know. I'm just excited about, like I said, I think you're really right though, Dylan. I'm excited about, I'm excited about my Xbox One games working better on my Xbox Series X. Like I'm excited mm-hmm. that everything's backwards compatible. They they announced today, and I wish I, I had the exact quote, but they've spent 500,000 hours making sure that every game that is backwards compatible today, so every every Xbox One game, every 360 game, and every OG Xbox game that is backwards compatible today will also work on the Series X. And like, that's a monstrous investment in time to just make sure that everything works. And I think that's awesome. And I love that Xbox is doing that. So what do you think, Cole? I uh, don't have one, so. I don't either, yeah. I'll, I'll be excited when I get one. Yeah, me too. I'm really, really, really hoping. Like, I don't, I don't anticipate being able to get one before launch, but I'm hoping that maybe there'll be some available after launch, maybe, or even just like right after Christmas. Like, I'm hoping maybe I can get something. You in never January. know. You can always walk into a store and get lucky. But that's the problem. Remember how I, I got my like? Do you remember how I got my Xbox One? Yeah, we bought it at Target, didn't we? Yeah, it was literally, we were just there, and a dude had just returned it. You couldn't get him, and he just returned it because he bought two, and they put it back on the shelf. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, no, I do remember that. Yeah. I I, the, I'm, I don't want to say I regret getting into the Xbox All Access program, but it is going to make me getting an Xbox significantly harder, right. and I find that really disappointing. So Yeah, they really... Yeah, it's not great. It's... Uh, 
I screwed the pooch. Many is that what you're going to say? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's exactly what I was going to say. But. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Big Chappie. <laughs> this dude likes killing me, and that's fine. You have died again. <laughs> what spooky type of undead do you want to be? Bonus points if you pick something that is not a vampire. So if if you had to come back as some sort of paranormal paranormal being, what would you pick that is not a vampire? Like I, I've been thinking about this for a I while. I don't want to be a zombie. Being a zombie sounds Before like it sucks. Before you even heard this question. <laughs> well, I did read it earlier. I prepped. Um. Oh, sure. Just rub it in my face. <laughs> I mean, I think being a vampire is actually probably the probably the best of the undead um because it doesn't matter which mythology you go with like generally speaking they have super strength um you know having to drink blood kind of sucks um they have cool teeth they have cool teeth like they tend to be exceptionally wealthy because they have such long lives um so if we if we eliminate vampire like like what's like i don't want to be a zombie like i guess being a ghost might be kind of interesting that's kind of what I was thinking. Like a ghost is kind of cool. Like just like floating around just and screw with people, right? Oh, yeah. ooh, a poltergeist. I feel like I could do some cool pranks if I was a spooky ghost. You know, but even just like like uh, there, there's been some kind of interesting movies and stuff where like ghosts just like hang out in places. Um, I'm trying to remember. Right. I, I wish I could remember. There's a there's an English show and then they did an American version of it where it was like a ghost that lived. The Office. It was not The Office. <laughs> um, it was like a ghost that lived with a werewolf and a vampire, maybe. Um, and the only downside is she couldn't leave the house because she was like tied to the house where she died, but it was kind of, you know, she had kind of a cool life. She got to do some, some cool ghost stuff. So being a ghost might not be bad. I think it'd be cool to be a ghost and then just make someone's Halloween decorations really convincing. Oh, like just go hang out at their house and just like really scare some people and like really blow their minds like, like, or like hang out in the haunted mansion. That's what I was just going to say. The haunted mansion looks really cool. I'm actually reading a haunted mansion book right now. Um, and, like, I could get into, like, the mythology of being, like, at the Haunted Mansion all the time. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. I can get behind that. We could be the thousandth ghosts. It'd be good. Yeah, be all cool. right. Uh, my friend R. Deacon says, what is one gaming character, hero, or villain that you dislike the most? Like, who who do you hate the most when it comes to either a, a good person in a video game or a bad person in a video game? Anyone you find super obnoxious? I would say I know there is, and I've been I'm struggling to remember. I would say any like video game NPC who has aren't they all pretty much except the ones you're playing? <laughs> that's true. Um, I would say that any NPC that either has one line of text that they say over and over again, regardless <laughs> how often you talk to them, like I think that. The best video games are... You can just say Bethesda, Cliff. <laughs> I, I think the best video games are when you talk to a NPC and they say a line, and then if you they don't have a new line to say, you cannot talk to that NPC again. <laughs> like, that's how I want all my NPCs. But the other... No, I used to be an adventure like you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, narrow to the, knee. the The other ones I hate are actually even worse, I think, is it's the one where they have, like, five lines of stuff and it's the same every time and every time you accidentally talk to them you have to go through every single one of those screens i'm like i know i yes i know yeah i yes i know no 
Oh, I just played a game that did that where A was to talk to someone, but it was also to skip through the dialogue. Yep. So occasionally at the end, you'd hit A and it'd be yeah, like, talk Aww. again. Uh-huh. I did that the other day. I'm, I'm um, sure there are other I, characters I hate more than that, but God, I hate that. So I, I'm failing to remember a specific character, but I'm also thinking like certain fighting games, like when you like spam an attack and they have a stupid line that they oh, say, Jesus, yeah. um, or in like smash bros, you have, um, Ness who says like PK fire every time he throws his little thing or captain Falcon says P- Falcon punch and you just keep spamming it. Yep. And it's just obnoxious. Final fantasy uh, 15 was horrible that way because they would just constantly shout stupid things all the time. And they were bro, th- bro, stuff. Uh-huh, super bro stuff. And like they would just like, oftentimes it seemed like not inappropriate, but I'm like, why are you yelling that now? That seems like a really weird thing to say, but ugh, that game was not, was not well written. That just, I mean, maybe it was better if you speak Japanese, but the translation and the voice acting was bad. So I don't know. Do you guys like dislike, uh, like, what was the, the little fairy thing in? Hey, yeah, listen. Zelda. Yeah. I never actually played that Zelda, but I heard that was annoying. I think you got used to it after a while. Yeah, it just kind of becomes part of the background i guess <laughs> nothing wrong with that i don't know if that i don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> nah, it's all right uh weapon man eddie wants to know which uh each of us for running for president who is your vice president who is in your cabinet um and these all have to be filled with the biggest mascots from the video game world like vice president pikachu have we answered this question before it seems like we might have answered this question before but whatever we'll do like it again we're gonna build out a cabinet yeah 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 uh, so so my department of energy is mario and here's the reason why so who's who's your who's your vp who's who's our vp gonna be yeah i do like the vp pikachu pick yeah see i was he you should be department v, v pikachu it's a great department of energy department slogan. of energy yeah yeah, yeah he's got that sure. um who who could be vice president um Who's got like that? Like, if I get killed, who do you want to take over? Like, probably nearly anyone, really. But uh, I think we've covered this topic. I think video game characters are too flawed. Like, they always have some sort unlike of, politicians. Not always, I mean, but we're trying to make improvements. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. We're not trying to continue the status quo. Um, I mean, I think the obvious pick for vice president is Luigi, just because he's always been second he's vice president right. yeah he is no, waiting for his time <laughs> i know but i mean I'm he, saying he did get his own standalone uh dlc and he did shine yeah, yeah. so like we um, know he could so, step up if i get killed oh i got a problem what was he born in america um, are, are they italian american or are they italian it's a good question cole that's a great I question i do not know the answer to that do we have to stick with entirely western video games now <laughs> I mean, technically, I don't know who, who could. It does pose some, who can be secretary some technical of state. problems. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, let's see. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have uh, the guy from God of War running HUD. So <laughs> he's better than Ben Carson, though, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. Princess Megan wants to know what will you do this weekend to celebrate Halloween? Playing video games, watching movies, etc. I personally am going to do a bunch of etc. Etc. Yes. I'm getting rid of my kid um, for that night. He's going to a Halloween party, so uh, he's probably going to bring COVID back, and I'll be dead by my birthday. But uh, I will be doing some etc. 
and by that I mean hiding in my living room in the dark so kids that are trick or treating don't try and come and ring my doorbell. Um, I I don't know. I might be working a little bit. <laughs> you, uh, you know how to live, Dylan. Yeah. Well, I started producing another, help producing another podcast. Oh, nice. Um, and I'm also in the midst of remodeling a former coworker's bathroom. So oh, no. we'll see how that goes. Well, that sounds fun. But I believe we're playing Dungeons and Dragons this weekend. Nice. Which is not Halloween, it, but it is this weekend. It is this weekend. So, I keep forgetting Halloween's in like two days. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, have, I do plan on having some Reese's, though. Reese's. Just to celebrate. Thank you, Dylan. I appreciate it. Maybe the pumpkin the ones. The pumpkin ones are the best ones. I like pumpkins and trees. They do. They just have a little bit more peanut yeah, butter. that's the right way to do it. How about you, Cole? Are you partying hard? I'm going to be playing... Uh, Video games for uh, extra life, extra life, most go. likely. I may do some extra life video gaming as well. I, you know, I've really been meaning to, to stream Layers of Fear 2 all week um, because I really like that game and it was fun to stream. And I just have not been able to like, just haven't been able to get my whatever together. So maybe, maybe I'll do some Layers of Two, Layers of Fear 2 streaming on, on uh, Halloween. We'll see. We'll see how it would go. Uh, Joe Coleslaw. His his uh, question this week is shorter than last week's, but still quite long. So uh, he says, let's do the time warp again. So I, apparently we're all going to watch <laughs> no, different time warp. Uh, that's okay. okay. You are a group of kids the same age with a time machine with one goal. And I believe that is to get a gun and go kill Hitler. Dressing up as top video game characters in each decade to trick or treat the best neighborhoods on Halloween night. You know, the kind of neighborhoods that give you like the full size candy bars. So breathing through the decade, eighties, nineties, two thousands, 2010, and boom, you're in an alternate universe, COVID free. And you're all the same age as you are now and decide to trick or treat this year. 2020. I would not do that. Well, like, what am I going to go as like a fat guy? Like, I could be the fat dude from uh, Lay- uh, Left 4 Dead, like the the exploding yeah, zombie. Yeah. Uh, and what popular video game costumes are you going to wear for each decade? What candy are you looking forward to? What would you wear this year? Dylan, any answer besides wacky, wavy, inflatable two-man for this year is wrong. I've told Dylan that for so many years, and he's yeah. never done it. This has been on my list of to-dos for a number of it's years all right. now. It's all right. Okay, so for the 80s, what uh, what are you going to go as? What's your 80s video game costume? I think me and you should go as Mario and Luigi. Absolutely agreed. I'll be Mario because... The old Can one. I be Waluigi? Yes, absolutely. But he doesn't exist yes. in the 80s, so you've created some it's sort fine. of exactly. time thing. Fine, I'll be Boshi. What the hell's Boshi? Boshi uh, around in the 80s? No. What? What's Boshi? The evil Yoshi. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Remember when we talked yeah, about yeah, Boshi yeah, on the podcast? Yeah. All right. So uh, Dylan messed up the time warp and brought back Waluigi, but that's fine. Uh, 90s. Who are we going to be? So let, wow. Let's see. 90s is like uh, SNES. I think we should all go as like pixely guys from Final Fantasy VII. You know, '90s we could uh, like that is an option. I, I'm not I'm not against that in any way. So Doom guy, Doom guy is a good option. Doom guy is a good option. We could also go as characters from uh, GoldenEye. We could just like get boxes on our heads, so our yeah. face only has like two planes, and then just like print out pieces of paper and stick them to the two planes that are your face. So I mean, it's kind of same with the uh, whole Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy. Which are you going to be Cloud? Um. He looks sure. like a cloud. Yeah, I don't think any of us should be Barrett hair. because that would be racially <laughs> insensitive. Um, so 
I don't know any. Like, does that mean I have to be one of the girls? Am I going to be can the? You be the chocobo. You can be the chocobo, and I'll. Let's Aerith. I'll be Aerith. No, I don't want to be. The, I want you to be. I the can chocobo. be a chocobo. That's fine. That means you have to be Aerith. Is Aerith the one that dies? Yeah. Oh, spoilers! Well, I don't want to die. Stab you. Bummer. Sorry, Dylan. Yeah, you can be a chocobo, or you can I'll be, be the flower dead for girl. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. But you could come back and be Ghost Aerith. Isn't Aerith? Isn't she the flower girl? I don't know. I, I don't. I've never played like more once. than like an hour of Final Fantasy VII. I bought that game twice and was so excited to play it both times, and I both times I realized I hated it. So, whatever. Uh, let's see. So, two thousands. Two thousands is like OG Xbox, probably PlayStation. Halo. Yeah. So we we're all going to be Master Chief. Yeah. Uh, we should all be alien. The aliens. The different like. One of us can oh, be the I want to be that little obnoxious alien the... that always like runs away and is like a ah! yeah that one yeah that's the are they called grunts? I don't know man I think so. so who's gonna be Master Chief I'll let Dylan okay be Dylan can be Master Chief because he's tall and Master Chief is tall yeah tall so I'll be the obnoxious alien and you can be like the oh I'll be Cortana you can be Cortana it's perfect you're gonna look so sexy in that tight tight outfit perfect uh 2010 so this is probably xbox 360 ps3 era hmm yeah so i could be like can someone be clank and i'll be ratchet and i can carry around in a backpack yeah that'd be cool you could be uh nathan drake i don't think i can be nathan drake i think i think you're a better nathan drake than tom holland I'm I'm reserving judgment on that. Like every every single time someone's like, "Oh my god, that's the worst casting ever." I'm like, eh, "Maybe we'll see," because I've heard that about too many people in yeah. the past. Well, I'm sure he's completely competent at doing it. I just don't like it. Yeah, we'll see. It could be fine. fine. I mean, it's a video game movie. What are the odds that it's going to be good anyway? Okay, so I'm going to be Nathan Drake. Um, who who are you guys going to be? Or, or and you are you going to be Ratchet and Clank? Which one of you's Ratchet? I, I do like the Ratchet and Clank. I can be on someone's back. I'll be Clank. okay. Perfect. We got that nailed. Uh, twenty twenty. We're coming out today. What are we doing? Like, don't go outside. First of all, it's a terrible idea. But you can still dress up, I guess. It's got to be all right. Um, hmm. I mean, only a couple games have been released in twenty twenty, though. Yeah, I mean the tw- the probably the oh, that's true. Yeah, not much is really. <laughs> hmm. We could dress like cyberpunk, and we can you know, you can see our costume next year. Perfect. That's what that's what I'm gonna do. You can see my you can see my. <laughs> I was gonna dress up as cyberpunk, but I uh, I got, got delayed. delayed. Yeah. Good good call. All right. Um, except for Dylan, he's a uh, cyberpunk wacky wavy inflatable arm man. <laughs> he's got like cybernetics yeah. or something for for wavy arms. Uh, Charisma, I the future the the wacky wavy inflatable arm flailing tube man of the future. I love it. I absolutely love it. Charisma Icon is uh, he wants to know what your favorite dog breed is and what is your favorite video game animal companion. The uh, the dog that i had for most of my life was a mix australian shepherd and he was beautiful and they are very good dog i really like it uh australian shepherds they're they're good dogs i love big dogs um but i don't like the brand of t-shirts no um i am I'm probably close to the right age to like start wearing big dog shirts but like i'm not like i think that's probably when you're like 50 plus right yeah, 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 not not yet. And then you'll move on to Big Johnson shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and probably unless I get like a lot of money between now and when I turn fifty, in which case I'll just wear Tommy Bahama. So like there it's just kind of how you go. Um, no, I like big dogs, um, not the movie either. Uh, but I don't necessarily want to own one because they seem like a lot of work. Um, 
so I, I have small dogs and small dogs are great. I don't, I'm not a breed person though. I actually kind of prefer like when, when someone like asks me what breed my dog is, I just kind of do like, mm, I don't know, but, you know, he's, he's, you do like, corgis, he's a dog. I do love corgis, man. But like <laughs> having had a mix of one, they're kind of like, I actually belong to a like corgi Facebook group. Um, it's like just people taking pictures of corgis. It's a corgi stalkers. Yeah, and and like corgis appear to be kind of assholes um, generally, and so I don't I don't having had a dog that's not great for the past six seven years, like maybe I'll get a golden retriever next time, just something big and happy and dumb. Maybe that's that's my next dog. I owned a third of a, a corgi I, for a bit. You did. It's it's probably dead. Probably, now, probably. probably. Anyway, uh, favorite video game animal companion. Uh, what's your favorite dog, Cole? Do you have a favorite kind of dog? Yeah, I like pugs a lot. Pugs are great. They're so noisy. They're, noisy. They're so noisy. Yeah. <laughs> I got some breathing problems. Yeah, I don't know. I, I f- hmm. Anyway, uh, what's your favorite dog or cat or animal in a game? Do you have a Do you have a preference? I love my Sea of Thieves pets. All I know the, the the parrots in They're Sea so of Thieves cute. are so cool. I love them so much. Yeah. Um. Not to go too current, but Inkenfell, like you save by petting cats, and I kind of love that mechanic. And if you don't want to save, oh, that's you nice. can just pet like the cat that. and it'll refresh your HP, which is kind of nice. Um, oh, nice. I liked uh, Dog Meat too from Fallout yeah, 4. Yeah. He was kind of dumb and didn't work very well. He was actually a lot like a lot of dogs I've owned in the past. Like you tell him to do something, <laughs> and sometimes he just get lost or stuck in something. Like that seemed kind of real to life. Yeah, so, yeah. do you have a favorite? A favorite? in-game pet i liked all of my pets from world of warcraft oh god the world of warcraft pets were great i do agree with that those are nice too yeah um do you remember when we had mouse droids as pets in star wars galaxies oh god i love mouse right they're my favorite droids (laughs) yeah they might be my favorite droids too uh princess mansox finally to sum up wants to know what is your favorite cheese he might have asked this before but man i love cheese so i'm always willing to talk about it i love yeah what's your favorite cheese dylan that's that is one of the hardest questions I think you ask. I like mac and cheese. Ooh. I like grilled cheese. I like, yeah. Um, I do like. I mean, just a sharp cheddar is yeah, nice. Yeah, I agree. Um, I uh, I try to think like, am I am I just eating? Yeah, like the cheese? so. Let's say you just take a cheese and like put it on top of a cracker or like a brioche. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what it's called. It's so good. <laughs> my brother. They introduced me to this cheese, and man, it is good. I wish I could remember what it's huh. called. It's like really orange. Swiss? <laughs> is it? Is it uh, what's the one that Dad likes? Call uh, that's like the the port wine cheese in a can. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to find out. So I like that stuff a lot. Continue talking about cheese until I can get an answer. Search the K. I want to say. Um, I like uh, Harlsberg cheese a lot, which is like kind of a, yeah. a Swiss kind of cheese, but it's got like a really good flavor to it it's good on grilled cheese it's good on crackers it's just good um i recently found out probably to my detriment that is extraordinarily cheap at costco like incredibly cheap at costco way cheap at costco. and i've bought two giant hunks of it over like the last two months which is probably not great but it's delicious um i also really like um goat's milk blue cheese um I, it's you know like just that's not a thing you probably really eat a lot of but it's good on crackers oh like you know actually colby took us to um what's the restaurant in cafe or in the morocco um oh i don't know it's 
what it's called. Yeah, anyway. Um, they have Bambara. Uh, Bambara, yeah. They had uh, blue cheese nachos? Potato chips. Potato chips. No, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was kettle chips. Yeah, kettle chips with blue I cheese. Think that's the only on. one I'm that I'm not into good. is blue cheese. Yeah, you know, I the funny thing about blue cheese is I was not a big blue cheese fan. Um, because the only way I'd ever had it before was like, you know, blue cheese crumbles Chunks. at, you know, Wendy's, <clears throat> you know, to put on a salad or, you know, like a salad bar or something. And then a friend of ours, um, Mike and Colby, has invited us, I think you were there too, Cole, to a, yeah, like a blue cheese tasting at her house. She, uh, her husband's from Ireland and she'd bring back like a wheel of cheese every year. Um, and she had like six different kinds of, of blue cheese to taste. And it had never been something I like. She invited me, and I'm like, ew. Um, and then they ended up being really, really good. So I think like blue cheese is one of those kind of things. Like if you've never had, I don't want to say expensive blue cheese, but like moderately priced blue cheese, like maybe give it a shot because it's way different than than probably the blue cheese at least I had had before. So it's not for everyone though. It's definitely got a definitely got a taste to it. So uh, did you find your cheese? I did. I am. Googling a pronunciation. <laughs> um, so continue talking about cheese for one. The more other minute. cheese I like, and again, I can't remember the name of it. It's the kind of cheese you can get at almost every grocery store, though. It's a, um, it's a like a cave aged um, Parmesan that's really good. It starts with an S. I, I like I said, I can't remember exactly the name of it, but they make Swiss. It's not Swiss, um, but they make a uh, peppermint version of it for the holidays um i cannot get it in this state and it makes me very sad um the only place i've ever actually gotten is a grocery store in utah called Harmon's, and it is delicious it's like a like a parmesan but it has like just a little hint of peppermint to it it's really good so you've gotten there yet dylan i can only like i like cheese a lot but i can only riff on it for so long man munster's good havarti's good i like those cheeses that you bake and they get all soft and squishy inside it is a cave-aged mimolette. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's very orange. How do, Look it how up. How do you spell mimolette? Mimolette. M-I-M-O-L-E-T-T-E. Oh. Oh, that's a good-looking cheese. very good. It looks like a cantaloupe. I think around here you can get it at, like, PCC or Metropolitan Market. Interesting. Yeah, I'll try that. Um it is oh my gosh you will eat the whole it thing. says it is the it forbidden is, cheese it is so Interesting. good i know when i googled it it said why is it illegal <laughs> <laughs> i've changed my mind or why is it banned or something so want- i'm gonna see what i'm gonna see what it says here it is apparently banned um, by the fda yeah interesting or at least was i'm sure that's yeah like yeah uh, in 2013, the FDA detained about a ton of the cheese, putting further imports in the United States on hold. This was because the cheese, because cheese mites could cause an allergic reaction if consumed in large quantity. The FDA stated the cheese was above the standard of six mites per cubic inch. I did not want to know that cheese mites were a thing that existed, and now I'm scared. So... It's worth okay. it. Eat all the mites. Eat all the mites. I is, promise is that, you it's that cheese so is good. Not, vegan then definitely not well it's never vegan but it's definitely not vegetarian full of mites i mean if there's no mites in how will it, i know i mean what if the yeah, mites do, want to do insects and things count as probably but I, i'll just not think about it like can a vegetarian eat crickets no no know. nothing with a face nothing with a mother doing <laughs> um 
All right, we're to the cheap free games portion of the uh, of the podcast. Um, we've actually had a couple recommendations that we like do a deep dive into a free game every week. We are not prepared to do that this week, but uh, That's a good I think idea, it's a really though. good idea, and I'd like to try and and start figuring that out. How we could like really highlight. Yeah, I mean, not to say that our what we're playing recently for at least Colby and I has all been cheap free games, but it'd be kind of fun to, to talk about one a little bit more. So that's something I'm thinking about incorporating. We'll, we'll see how we can figure that out. But for this week, uh, we're not doing that. Uh, Epic game store is giving away uh, Blair, Witch, which was a game that I was very, very excited about and ultimately very, very disappointed in. You felt similarly about it. Didn't you call? No, it gave me a horrible headache. Yeah. Made me kind of motion sick too. So uh, maybe it's better now. It, not great, considering that like the pedigree of that team, that's Team Bluebird, which makes the Layers of Fear games. That was that game looked really good, and ultimately, whatever, I beat it. It was fine. Uh, and then Ghostbusters, the game remastered, which is a game that came out. I'm gonna say like eight or ten years ago, and then got a remaster like three or four. Um, I have not played this, but Hans, who is like the world's biggest Ghostbusters fan, so I don't know if you can like actually take him at his word on this, said that it was quite good. So yeah, I've heard it's really yeah. good, and it's got uh, most of the original cast yeah. um, doing lines. I might download um, that. It is also on sale on the Xbox and Switch for like seven fifty. Oh, nice! So if you don't get it for free on the PC, you can pick it up cheap on the Xbox. Uh, PlayStation Plus this week. Hey, while I'm talking, would one of you guys look up and see if uh, Games with Gold they have not released? Those bastards! Uh, they're gonna do it tomorrow just to make my uh, just to make my life hard. Um, PlayStation Plus this week, uh, this month actually, the month of November. That is what we're talking about. Hollow Knight, the Void Heart Edition. Hollow Knight looked. God, I want to love that game so much, and I'm so terrible at it. It's so hard. It's so hard. Um, but that's good. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War, which is the... That's the second game, right? That is correct, and it is arguably the Absolutely. better one, I guess, just because it's better. I liked it. I did not like the first one at all, and I quite enjoyed the second one, so take that as you will. Um, if you are a PS5 owner, and I believe you actually have to own a PS5, I, I'm pretty sure PlayStation... Um, plus locks their games out to people that only own the system that they're giving away on. So, like, I remember I did not used to be able to buy uh, download the Vita games because I didn't have a Vita registered, which is lame. But anyway, if you get a PS5, you can get Bug Snacks for free. Uh, the PS5 version exclusively. The uh, PS4 version you're going to have to buy if you want to play some Bug Snacks. But the game looks weird and body horror-ish, but people seem to be into it and love the soundtrack, so we'll see. Uh, game Pass this month is, like... I don't even know how many games there are coming out between now and like, I don't know, November 5th. It's like 15. Uh, first off, October 27th, which was, I guess, yesterday. So this game is out, is a game called Cardo. Downloaded it. Yeah, it's called Cardo. It's uh, coming to console and PC. Uh, separated from her granny during a storm, young Cardo must use her innate cartography powers to map and manipulate the word <clears throat> to map and manipulate the world around her on her quest to be reunited. As she discovers new pieces of the game map, players can rearrange them to shape the levels themselves, unlocking new paths, puzzles, and story moments. Looks fun. Uh, de definitely has that kind of indie look to it. Pro Colby will probably put 30 hours into it. Looks good. Um, there are actually three um, like point-and-click adventure games from the 90s that are, have been remastered and being released this month. Uh, first one is Day of the Tentacle Remastered, coming to console and PC on October 29th. I adored that game. In the mid-90s. I cannot tell you if it held up or not. <laughs> I tried to play it, and I don't get those kinds of yeah. games, so I'm not a good judge of it. I think you have to be older than me. You know, I played it a Because I know, 
I know my buddy who's like two years older than me likes these games. So he was just old enough to play those like adventure games that came out and they have that like nostalgic feel. And I for think him to really still. enjoy me have to have a nostalgia for it. Um we'll skip forward a little bit. Full throttle remastered. Actually these are all coming out the twentieth. So full throttle remastered is coming out console and PC on October twentieth and um Grim Fandango Remastered is coming out October 29th. So I've played Full Throttle Remastered and Grim Fandango Remastered. And even though I have a lot of nostalgia for them, like I remember loving Full Throttle. I beat it probably two years ago. And it's terrible. Like those games are so just, the puzzles are so obtuse. And like you'll never figure them out on your own. Like I needed a guide to get through it. I, I think that they are from a, a time when people played a game a month or a game every three months because games cost money and you didn't get game pass. And so like you bought day of the tentacle and you worked through it because it was the only game you had. Um, and you, you know, take your entire inventory and try and mix your entire inventory with everything else in your inventory and everything on the screen until you found the weird combination of like pencil and lock and windshield wiper and, muddy puddle that would somehow make a bomb to blow open a door you know it's not my thing now but i don't know i want to play day of the tentacle again because i love that game i'll probably be equally disappointed but whatever those three games free play them now five nights at freddy is coming to android via streaming console and pc on october 29th as well have you guys ever played any of the five nights freddy games nope no no and i don't understand them i don't know what they mean i don't know what they are I know my nephew was really. Yeah, them. it seems like a real thing for like kids between the ages of like probably seventeen and ten. Like kid, like like I know kids my my kids' age. Um, he's twelve, thirteen are super into him, and I know that they've been popular for like four or five years. So I assume that kids that are like sixteen or seventeen are super into him. I don't get it. They seem janky and full of jump scares. I don't understand those things. But whatever. Uh, the first one's free, October 29th. Uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds is uh, coming to game streaming. So that I think this is only going to be available via xCloud, which is kind of weird. But It's already on. Is it already free on everywhere game else? Pass. Okay, so it's coming yeah. to uh, game streaming to, to xCloud on October 29th. So if you uh, want to play that game with your friends on consoles, you'll be able to. Um, Scourgebringer is coming out on... Uh, is that already available on the, the uh, on? Yeah. Okay. So Scourge yeah, Bringer I've already downloaded it. is also coming to Xbox streaming. So this is going to be kind of weird, I guess, going forward. It'll be interesting to see how many of these games get added into xCloud that are already available via streaming. Anyway, that's another one coming there. Uh, it's a fast paced, free moving roguelite platformer, which is a lot of things. It sounds like a, they say it's a crossbreed between Dead Cells and Celeste. So that might be kind of cool. Have you tried that at all? No. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Scourgebringer coming to uh, xCloud. Unruly Heroes is coming to xCloud console and PC on October 29th as well. Unruly Heroes is very, very, very good. It's a um, four-player, uh, up to four-player co-op um, platformer where each of the players has like unique powers. It's probably most fun with four player or with two players out of four because then the other two players can like use the other things especially like like if you die you can kind of do that um like that thing that they do in 
the Rayman games where like one of you becomes a bubble and you can pop that bubble and come back to life. So I really liked Unruly Heroes. I played it at um, the idea at Xbox event like three years ago and then finally came out on, on Xbox. I grabbed it. So. I remember that game yeah. now that you say it's that. Fun. It's a good time. So definitely check that out on 29th. Uh, into November, uh, Celeste is coming to xCloud console and PC on November 5th. That is a very good game that I am absolutely terrible at. That's coming back to xCloud. Yeah. yeah, so if you've not played Celeste yet, I recommend it. Um, also November 5th, coming on the PC, is a game called Comanche. It is a modern helicopter shooter set in the near future. You have the choice to delve into the evolving single-player campaign and make a difference in conflict of global proportions or compete with other Comanche players from all around the world in the explosive team-based team based multiplayer mode. So you're flying a helicopter, if that wasn't clear, um, and blowing stuff up. So I don't know if that's any relation to the old Comanche games. You remember the old? Yeah, I was wondering that yeah, too. Yeah, those were, those were fun. I loved Comanche 3. It was a, like, voxel. It looks like um, North and South, the NES game, and I think it was on, like, Commodore and stuff, got, like, a new version really? made. Yeah, huh. which is, you know, interesting. doesn't love the Civil War, where you can possibly have the rebels win. I love it. Um, you can buy Comanche Four for two dollars on GTA right now. Um, this game is GTA. Uh, uh, the G two A. The oh, uh, G two A. Comanche looks kind of fun. It's a just it's a helicopter game. So maybe check that out if you have the PC version of Game Pass. Uh, as we foreshadowed earlier, Deep Rock Galactic is coming to X Cloud console and PC November fifth. I think Dylan gave a pretty good description of the one to four player co op dwarf space battle. <laughs> 11 out of 10 must Do it. play. Go get Deep Rock Galactic. The game looks great. I've actually literally... And since it's free, I will download it and play it with you on Xbox. If like. I've been wanting to play yeah, that I'll game to start over. for a long time, and I'm excited. Uh, E-Shade is coming to xCloud console and PC. I actually um, beta tested not E-Shade, but they released like a game before E-Shade to kind of like test out their tech and stuff. I don't remember what it was called. E-Shade or East Shade? East Shade. Um, It's developed by local developers um, in the Seattle area. I think it's like a team of two or three. I think the dude was like ex-Gears of War developer maybe. And so he got off Gears of War and made a game where you're a traveling painter exploring the islands of eShade. It's just kind of a fun walking sim. I really enjoyed uh, the the beta that I played, so this one might be fun as well. Coming out November 5th, I'll, I think I'll be checking that one out. Um, Nights and Bikes is coming to console and PC on November 5th. I played this at PAX this year. It is very fun. If you liked... Um, oh, what are those Halloween games made by Double Fine? Um, one of them was free last week. Uh... Costume, costume Quest. Quest. Yeah, if you like Costume Quest, I don't know if this is from the same developer. Um, like, uh, Double Fine is just the publisher, but it has very much that feel. It is a hand-painted action-adventure for one or two players set on a British island in the 1980s. I really, 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 really like this. Carter and I played it together at PAX. It was fun. Um, November 17th, the day after my birthday, Ark Survival Evolved Explorer Edition, which is uh, the base game, which already is available on X-Pass, and it has, this is combining it with three massive expansion packs, so if you didn't get enough riding on dinosaurs before on Game Pass, there will now be three expansion passes available with that. That's coming to Android console and PC on November 17th. Um, Goner 2, so we're, now we're talking about a couple games that are actually already out. Goner 2, like, stealth released uh, two or three days ago. I played Goner 1 and I still don't know if I could describe it or Goner 2. Um, It's a roguelike, kind of. Um, It's procedurally generated. 
Um, you shoot things and run out of bullets a lot. I I don't know. It's adorable. I love the look of it. Um, I I can't Real hard. It's really hard. I like. I would recommend you play it. It it was interesting, but I can't describe it in, except by telling you it's interesting. Uh, Dishonored Two is available on XCloud now, so that is uh, I think available already on Game Pass. But now you can play it on your phone. That is available now. I, I want to like Dishonored Two a lot, but I am so trash at it. Like I cannot sneak around in video games to save my life. I'm just garbage at it. But that's all right. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is available on XCloud and console. That came out a couple days ago, so check that out. And finally, Vambrace Cold Soul is available on Xbox or on XCloud as well. Now it's a narrative-driven game filled with memorable characters, brutal challenges, and deep strategy. So uh, check that out. <sighs> It's a lot of games. Like that's a lot, a lot of, games. of games, man. You're 15 bucks a month. I don't know if you can spend $15. If you if you like games and you have an Xbox or a PC, I don't know if there's a better way to spend $15 a month. I'll be completely frank. Game Pass continues to amaze me. So I think that's it though for this week. Do you guys have any thoughts, hopes, dreams? That's it. That is all my thoughts and hopes and dreams as well. You can find us. Vote. <sighs> yeah, I already voted. You already voted, right? No. Nah. I thought you did. You just sent me pictures I, of your ballot. I filled, I filled it out. Yeah. I got to take it in tomorrow. Yeah, I dropped mine off yesterday. I guess, like, if you if you live in a swing state or if you live in a red state, please vote. Otherwise, like, please vote too, I guess, but your vote matters less. Um, you can go to bitemepodcast.com and find out more about us you can go to facebook.com twitter.com instagram.com slash face no god damn it slash bite me podcast uh i'm gonna send you like a post-it note with it written on you can stick it to your computer i won't i probably wouldn't read it anyway anyway go to all the social medias slash bite me podcast you'll find us there i post things occasionally it's kind of fun uh, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to support us on Patreon. Give us a little bit of money. Keep our, like this thing that makes it so I can see Colby yawning across the vast, vast internet is, is nice. And it works most of the time. Um, you can go to bite me podcast.com slash discord and join our discord. Talk with us all day. You can go to bite me podcast.com slash extra life. And uh, give us the $350 we need to finish out Extra Life at 6K this year, which would be fantastic and helps a bunch of kids. So, like, if you like kids, go to, you know, donate to Extra Life. If you don't like kids, like, do it anyway because, you know, it's, it's important. So, there's that. <sighs> Dylan, I like your beanie. It's cool. Thanks. It's, it's a good cool. color. Yeah. Anyway. I also have dinosaurs on my socks. Dude, can you, can you get them up to the... the the thing so I could see him. Dylan's tall, but he's very flexible. Oh my god, Dylan's socks are amazing. I'm so jealous. I have a lot of really good socks, but I haven't worn pants in like six months, so I don't know if I can wear. That's perfect. I don't. You just wear socks and you can show them off. Yeah, but is that weird? Like, is it weird to wear dress socks with sneakers and shorts? No, I don't ever leave the house anyway. It'll be fine. All right, Dylan, lead us out, sir. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.